What's up, nerds? Welcome to Nintendo Power Block for July 3rd, 2018. It is uh, America's birthday eve. I'm one of your hosts, Corey Deering, and alongside me, as always, that retro code, Edward Varnell. Black Power, or Black Panther. What? <laughs> okay. God, I love you. I'm I haven't got my hair cut yet. You just I haven't got my hair I haven't got my hair cut yet, and I don't got my dashiki. You should, you should just grow it out. It is grown out. No, just keep growing it. Just, no, I can't. Going. Just keep going. I haven't had my, I haven't had my hair cut since, uh, what, April? Yeah, about April. It, it's not going to grow anymore. Mm. Plus, it'd be itchy and hot in the weather. My, my, my wife's sister just cut my hair. I was like, it's going away anyway. Why don't? Why do I keep paying twelve dollars to get a haircut? So <laughs> uh, that's why I wear a hat. Everybody uh, <laughs> joining us as always, the wise Wisconsinite Jesse Douglas. How's it going? Woo! Why does it keep looking like it's uh, you got a gray beard? But that's that must be light. It's distinguished. Yeah, I think. Yeah, the well, I mean, he's a distinguished dad. Okay. Once it grows out, it does have a little gray in it, and I have some gray at, like right in the front up here that's in my hair. Sh- I found some. Shame. I found some gray I don't hair. Care. I found some gray hair in my uh, sideburns the other day, and I was like, meh. No. Uh, no. Yeah. I've, I have- I've I've had gray hairs like since forever. Like it's honestly, I think it's probably been like eight years already since I have, I've seen the first. I have no gray hairs on my body, like nowhere. <laughs> Welcome to Haircast, everybody. Uh, yeah. Man, what a what a week! I made it another week without a without a child running around here. Well, crawling. I don't know what I don't know what babies do. Cry, I guess. Uh, yes, getting uh, carried around there. It's man. So like every day, I'm just like, is it gonna happen? Like it's just in my brain now that like I need to even at night when I'm sleeping, I'll wake up in the middle of the night. I was like, is it happening? No. Okay, she's still asleep. I'm going back to sleep. <laughs> like, like it just... No, 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 no. Don't you dare say that. Because you will wake up in the middle of the night. You will send me a text on Facebook at 2.15 in the morning. Hey, Ed, what's going on? And my dovetail is up at that time. Be like, nothing much, Corey. Want to talk for a bit? Nothing. He went back to bed. And then he'll wake up and get ready for work. He's like, I fell back asleep. I'm sorry. I'm like, wait. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> uh man so like i don't i don't know how how much time i have left <laughs> like it's just like this this surprise this is just gonna pop out someday and it's just gonna be like oh man i need i need like i told my wife i was like i just need three more days if you can just give me three more days to wrap up our the projects that we're doing and to like 
just get it all, everything, like, then we can have this baby, and, like, you know, clearly when the baby comes, I'm going to take a couple weeks off, so, like, you know, whatever, I'll be missing from Pow Block and Arsenal X for a while, but, like, it's, man, just, it's just been crazy around here. Uh, I said, I said to him that I don't think you were there when I when I told him. I said, but his luck. I said it's gonna happen while we're in the middle of recording. <laughs> I mean, it'll probably happen in the middle of recording something. I'm sure, <laughs> but uh, man, yeah, yeah. But it's exciting. Anyways, it is. I'm I'm excited. I'm ready. Uh, you know, we've got a ton of stuff recorded through October, which is about the time I'll be able to start like. Well, probably earlier than that, but like, you know, squad goals and royale cheese we've got recorded through October, mid October, so that stuff's done and Pod and Play season three is almost wrapped production and like I'm just saying, if I can just have three days to do stuff, we're golden. We're good. Okay. And then, you know We just gotta, we just gotta put uh a certain uh new podcast on hold. Uh, probably to a little bit later on in the year. A certain new <laughs> podcast. Yeah, yes. if we ever come up with a name. The, the uh, <laughs> well, not that one. A season oh. two. A season two to us. Uh, our season one that is uh going on now. Oh, the <laughs> the Nindy the the YouTube show. I was like, yes, podcast. What's happening? What? Uh, we still <laughs> we also we're we have plans like for fans of expansion pack and all that like mini block expansion pack and expansion pass i think we're gonna we're trying to figure out a way to make those all kind of like one show and they just kind of like hey we feel like recording something today let's just do it let's just have some fun or like if something big happens like we kind of just want to put that all into one thing so we're we're figuring that out too uh email us a name choice because we're struggling <laughs> we're struggling <laughs> we uh, have names on the ballot yeah. That's, all I, that's all we can say. We do. But anyways, uh, this is our Nintendo podcast, though. So I guess we should probably talk about Nintendo. Uh, so we're going to talk about what we've been playing on our, our switcheroos. Uh, Jesse, we're going to start with you. Okay. Actually, before we recorded, I, I, uh, I was playing some Tetris 2 on my on my Super Game Boy. I saw that. You sent I, that message in the, you sent that video in the, in the message. Yeah. Yeah, I sent the video because I know you you said you hadn't ever played it before. I didn't know if you knew exactly I didn't even how know, it played. I didn't even know there was a Tetris 2, to be honest oh, with you. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, cause I, like, that's the inspiration for a lot of those, like, games that you've seen, like, later. I, say, I, if I If I remember correctly, I don't know if maybe some of those other games where you have the different colored dots that you had to try to get rid of or whatever if that mm. if those were done before it but i want to say that tetris 2 may have been like one of the first ones to kind of make that you know do that more on a on a popular uh level or whatever but but yeah like i like i as much as i love the original tetris i i just love the whole like you know the different colored things that, and you got to try to get you know stack three to to you know get rid of them and it's you know it's a lot like uh dr mario that was always a really good game too i i love you know all those tetris tetris 2 and dr mario i played a lot of um growing up but 
but yeah, so I played that, and then I uh, played a whole bunch of uh, Mario Tennis uh, uh, yesterday with my friend Pat on our on my Switch. And I, the only thing though is I was getting really tired, and I was like missing so many shots because I just had had no drive, and and uh, my my reflexes were just so bad. But um, and then I and then I was playing. Uh, Played that and some Donkey Kong Freeze, I, uh, Tropical Freeze. I played, and uh, I also played some, uh, what else? Oh, some N plus plus and Fortnite. Obviously, <laughs> I got can't can't not play that. It's just too easy when you got the you know the portable uh, switch and just kind of bring it with you anywhere and. And play it whenever I feel like it. So a lot of people have uh, actually switched over to the Switch version. You know. Yeah. yeah. Well, the one nice thing about switching over to the Switch version is there's a lot of people who aren't very good at it yet. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit easier, I feel like, to play it on there. Whereas, like when you play on when I play on Xbox, if I try to do solo, more people like build like a, a entire like five six story building in like five seconds but like on the switch a lot of people are still in that that beginning stage where they don't build when they're getting shot at because they don't know how to do that yet <laughs> so you know so that but yeah it's um you know it, it's fun i i like it on both systems personally you know like it's just the only reason I'm playing it on the Switch is just the portability, really. I think a lot of people stop playing it on PS4 for for various reasons, but yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, people on my timeline on my Twitter just like, uh, I'm doing Fortnite on Switch. I'm doing Fortnite on Switch, and it's just like this. You know, everybody said they couldn't wait for it to happen for Switch at the reveal, and now it's just like. To play Fortnite, you need to play it on the Switch because nobody was talking about it being on PS4 or Xbox One. Like you, you would probably hear more of Overwatch, but when it came to when it comes to Fortnite, you would hear stories that it made a lot of money and people were probably probably playing it on mobile. For right now, all the talk about that game is on Switch. Yeah, yeah, and I finally got a little bit of an understanding as to what the whole deal was with the you know with the issues that they were having with people that had it you know logged into a ps4 not being Mm. able to play it on their switch and stuff like that i guess it's something yeah well and i guess it's something to do with the fact that like like because play playstation doesn't want you know because like the way it was set up originally if you bought a season uh like the the past thing or whatever what are the battle pass or whatever they're called mm-hmm. like when you bought it from your ps4 like that that money would go to them you know a part of that would go to to ps4 and so with the way that it's set up now like if you buy something you don't have to buy it on on you know playstation 4 in order to have it everywhere else you know that kind but- of thing and but so was, that's why they blocked it. That's why PS4 didn't wanna but actually, doesn't wanna let actually it. it's different than that. Uh because when, with PS4 and crossplay, even with they even have problems with Bethesda with the mod situation. 
for like Fallout, and then you know with Rocket League and stuff, it's just like everything you do on PlayStation. If you do want to play with anybody else, uh, I guess using that account, if you're playing on PlayStation, you're locked out from all of it. It, it, yeah. PlayStation is literally inclusive to only if you do this stuff and register on that system, you will not be able to do it anywhere else. Yeah. And but I guess that's part of it, though, is they're just they're greedy. They don't want you to be able to buy something for that game anywhere else and be able to play it on their system. That's basically what what it what it comes down to. But is they don't. But even if they but even if they did that, Epic would get more of that money than Sony would. Well, I know, but Sony still is, like I said, they're greedy. They want that little bit of money that they'd be losing out on. <laughs> Sony, Sony is... Tuna Tuna is going platinum. <laughs> That's all <laughs> I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We Look, there's been enough of that across 9,000 podcasts this past couple weeks, so... <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it's just... Uh, the only reason I brought it up is because I was having a hard... Because it's hard to listen to what people are saying on the internet, like about it. Because I don't really trust what the internet says about it. What I want to know the truth. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to know, like, what you know, like I was trying to understand from, you know, from a different perspective. You know, like, okay, well, what what exactly does it come come down to that this isn't happening, and why you know why there's issues with? Well, the thing about it is. Epic and Sony didn't warn players that they couldn't do it. Um, and so it's one of those trial by error kind of things that when people hopped onto it, probably because they've been, you know, people who are just PlayStation owners who have an Epic account, they would assume that when they signed up for that, it would be Epic that would let them go through and continue to play. They didn't know that Sony was blocking. So that's where all the confusion and stuff, because Sony didn't say nothing about this. Sony didn't warn Epic that this was going to happen and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, whatever. I don't really care. We, I mean, I got it all. We got it all figured out. And yeah. like, yeah, you know, it's it's a shame. But again, this is that's sony's problem to figure it out so as the shake one thing that is epic's problem though that they do need to fix is letting you be able to log out of your account you know like that that really ticks me off that like once you log into an account even if you make a guest account on your switch like once that's done that that account is permanently linked to your to that switch account and you can't log out of it you can you can if you go yeah you can if you go to their website you have to go to their website to log out epic's website yeah and, to then, epics? You, yeah, and then you just oh. unlink your switch to it oh okay but it, i mean it's really but, dumb well, you should be able to just like press y to log out or whatever but but, but like i said though like i have a guest account log, uh, linked to my switch so there is no guest account that i can log into on their website <laughs> so I mean, I guess unless maybe maybe there because I think there's some kind of uh, ID thing that's linked to your to your account regardless of what you're using on the switch. Maybe I'll have to see. Maybe the, I'll f- find a way. But I because I'm kind of bummed because m- now my regular switch account has a uh, has a guest thing linked to it, and I had to make a new a new account on my switch that I could log uh, link my Xbox epic account too (laughs) so but 
Nice. Oh, well. Well, you didn't playing anything else, Jesse? Anything interesting on Switch? Not for not for Switch. Just just uh, some old school games on Nintendo and oh. and some Switch games. What kind of what other crazy old school games are you playing besides Tetris 2, which apparently I never knew existed until like last week? I'm um, so shocked about that. I, hey man, I, when I, they perfected the first time around, I don't need a sequel. Just saying. Pretty much. <laughs> Just saying, Game Boy Tetris I, I, is the perfect video game. I, well, the, this would this would be for like on my place on my PS2, but I fired up uh, um, uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. Nice, <laughs> the original, original PS1. I, was, I started a new account on that. And was nice. Struggling to to remember how to play that game. Somebody was so dirty. They put a picture at Toys R Us, like on the last stores, and they got a picture of all the Tony Hawk 5s for Xbox One, all stacked up in one case. Like, everything is full. <laughs> I just like the shade. And I really want to find it so I can send it to Jason. <laughs> just be like, just marvel in this. <laughs> don't, even worry what system, don't even worry what system it is. Just marvel at the fact that you are playing this. <laughs> That's funny. Ed, what are you what are you playing? Uh, so for Switch, uh, Octopath Traveler, the demo, I got to the end part of it. My three hours us up, and I so much can't wait for that. Even with Captain Toe, I also did three levels in two more weeks. In two, no, following week, uh, next it's, week. It's next Friday, not this coming Friday, but next Friday. Friday, but next Friday. It would be in my hands, and I cannot wait for both of those games. I I will be at Target at probably eight thirty, making sure that they find their games and they put it out and give me my copies because I want to spend my eighty dollars or whatever it's going to cost me to get them, so I could just hop out and be ready to talk more about that. Um, Battle Chef Brigade, I played also, picked that up on sale, um, and enjoying that. Uh, really fun. It's it's, it's funny. Uh, it, it's animated so beautifully, and the voice acting is so well done. Like it's a really fun game. I'm enjoying that. Um, Ice Cream Surfer and uh, Breath of the Wild. Getting more deeper to Breath of the Wild. It's just like I I need to do this. I need to get that. I just oh that game is just I. It just sometimes surpasses the ten to me. Like it's so perfect that. I don't like I could forgive all the faults when it came out and after all the updates and stuff. I'm just like, this might be the best game just like for a lifetime. And nothing people could say or do could hurt that. For me probably personally. Um for PS4, uh spent time with Mad Max. Um getting a little bit further in that game, but fortunately since my two weeks is up, I have to have to move on. Um but I am gonna to return to that game probably here and there. Um because um I started Far Cry five for Xbox One. That intro is too long. <laughs> like yeah. get into this game. Yeah. It's t- it, like they like I understand the the driving sequence what they're trying to do trying to set it up, but it is too long to even get to the first part that you actually do something. 
So I, I took one of the, uh, I guess, missionaries or something like that. Like I, I stealth killed through the dudes. It's like when you leave like the home base, the old man rescuing you, you there's that little, um, it's like this tank little home thing. And I blew that up. So I got a little. I got a one more to do on the small little island and do some stuff there before I go explore the world. Um, but uh, really enjoying that. Uh, I'll team. Uh, I'll link up with you, Jesse, um, and we'll team up and uh, maintain that. Uh, you know, go through that game because it's probably going to give you some uh, achievements too. Um, yeah, yeah, probably. And then, like you know, obviously, like I'll probably get like a chunk of some of the money and stuff. You know, like yeah. when we're doing stuff. So. Yeah, that that game it's like I have a feeling it's going to be very similar to uh like us playing uh the division, division like where where it's basically you're all working together and you all kind of get your own stuff and everything but but um you know it's you're only working on one one person's uh, account though, you know, like one person's storyline. Yeah. Um funny that you mentioned the division cuz I've been playing more of that. Um, like just on my own. Uh, after that, uh, that's pretty much it that I've been doing on Xbox. Um, but yeah, Battlefield Hardlines is what I'm about to do for the next two weeks or whenever I beat that game. Hopefully, um, I, I, I'm probably like on the third level of the game because I did start it early, but I just need to do more of it. So I think I'll be done with it probably by the end of this week. And, um, I'll probably uh, I'll be I'll be playing Far Cry Five also, but I'll be jumping between PS4 and um, Switch throughout the day. But once I get done with Bar- Battlefield Hardlines, because that's my main goal to get, um, I'll be jumping into those games. So yeah, that's what I've been playing. You know? So cool. Well, I'll keep mine short since we're already twenty minutes into this show. I've been playing uh, <laughs> Fortnite on Switch and and Donkey Kong. And I popped in Wolfenstein 2 for a little bit. Uh, game's real pretty on Switch still. Like, it's... I can't believe, like, that game is running on Switch. And and it's not as not, not as pretty as the Xbox One or PS4 version. Like, mm-hmm. clearly it's not. But the fact that, like, I can sit in bed and shoot Nazis is uh, it's a good time. So, I just like the fact... I just like the oh before you say something, Jesse. I just like the fact that it, when you look at it, it just runs smooth. Yeah. It, that's how it looks to me. Yeah, yeah. They really like since the pack or since the packs build, they really got that frame rate tightened up. Like, I mean, it, it looked great at packs, but there was a couple points where I was like, well, "That frame rate's a little bit shoddy." Like, you know, especially during cutscenes and stuff. And like, I haven't seen a lot of cutscene or anything yet, but like, it's real smooth. It's it's a clean thirty. So, I mean, and they they didn't cut out any kind of. Uh like content at all which nope. which is great yeah i know it's you know it's, it's awesome there was a there was like a two-hour download for me though like yeah it, it was like a it does require an sd card and a big thing which like i like i ended up getting it at, at gamestop and like just i i don't know why i went there to get it i just did but like man these people like the the thing is in in like the one the one girl that i know that works there wasn't there and she wasn't the one that was helping me but every other person that works there just treats me like i'm an effing moron and i'm just like 
don't try to upsell me memory cards. Don't try to upsell me anything. I just want to pick up my pre-order and get out of here. Like, I've been coming here... F I've been coming to this location for, like, ten years now. Like, don't treat me like I'm a moron. <laughs> you know? Just, like... <laughs> Come on. Like, I understand you're trying to be your weird hipster, like, I've got pink hair and a nose ring and ripped pants and I don't care what anybody thinks of me type thing. And just just let me pick up my game and go home. Like, <laughs> just just let me go, <laughs> you know? So I, Right. I, yeah. That's one of the nice things that the, the game steps by, like, by me. Like, most of them are pretty good at just, you know... Like they'll ask you if you need help, and that's about it. Like after that, they they basically they leave you alone. Right. And and I usually have a lot of fun talking talking with some of the people that work there. You know, they have no problem. You know, having a conversation if they have some free time and stuff, and just talking about stuff. But yeah, like otherwise, I don't ever feel like you know, like they're trying to sell me everything. And which you know, yeah. So. And it, look, I like the one the one girl that works there is like super nice and everything and she like always helps me out and with stuff or whatever and like she helped me with some trade things the other day that i don't know i don't know if it was legal or not <laughs> but like it was it worked out and like i was really happy for it but like the other people that work there man just come on <laughs> like i'm not i'm not the the mom that comes in here with the whiny kids screaming about minecraft and fortnite stuff like let me go home. I just want to. I just want to pay for my that's, stuff and go home. That that's why I go to Target. Well, to that's get that's, my game. That's why I started getting stuff on Amazon. Like I just don't want to deal with these people and like. I don't know. It, it, and it, I, I I have nothing against my GameStop because I go in to get used games. They know what I'm on. Uh, and if I got to get a special edition that they carry, they already they always have it. That's it. Other than that. Yeah, I, let me get my stuff at eight o'clock in the morning, nine o'clock, and be done with it. physical. Yeah. I should say. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. We'll see. I have a Captain Toad and an Octopath pre-order there just in case, like, and the Amazon stuff doesn't come through because sometimes, like, I get notifications from Amazon that say, like, "Hey, your pre-order's been canceled because we can't fulfill it or whatever," and so, like. I have stuff pre-ordered other places just in case, and that's like, who? This this is why I go to Amazon, man. Like, and, and Wolfenstein's the first time it's happened in like almost a year. Like, it, it, you know, it just. And the last time it happened was a special edition, so I don't even know if I count that or not because like collector's mm -hmm. editions are, especially now they're like, whatever. But, whoo, man. Anyways. That that's that's kind of all I've been playing, and then, you know, we've been playing other stuff for for other shows, but I'll save it for Arsenal X. Uh, anyways, let's move on to some news bits. News <laughs> bits. Uh, so there's not really a lot of like interesting quote unquote Nintendo specific news, but there's a lot of news that I think is worth talking about. So Ooh. we're going to we're going to talk about this first one, actually. So there's a rumor that Google is creating a gaming platform to rival PS4, Xbox One and assumingly switch because it's out now. So uh, and I'm assuming by PS4, this is from Nintendo Life, by the way. I think that this is going to be like Xbox Scarlet and PlayStation 5, presumably. 
uh, because it's like real late to be releasing a console. Uh, but this is from Nintendo Life. While the Switch is still relatively new to, to the gaming scene, the PS4 and Xbox One have both been around since 2013. If recent console generation trends are anything to go by, this means we could be seeing replacements for those consoles within the next couple of years. Already confirmed by Sony and Microsoft that two to three years, we'll see something. Uh, interestingly, though, Sony and Microsoft aren't the only ones laughing up on console rumor hype at the moment. The prestigious honor is currently being held by Google. According to Kotaku, who claimed to have heard the heard from sources that have been briefed on Google's plans to, or, what, have either been briefed on Google's plans or heard about them secondhand, Google currently has a quote three-pronged strategy in place for a new gaming system to rival those currently on the market. These three angles are reported as follows: one, some sort of streaming platform. 2. Some sort of hardware, and 3. An attempt to bring game developers under Google, the Google umbrella, whether through aggressive recruiting or even major third or major acquisitions. The first two would suggest Google is hoping to create a piece of hardware that could be it could well be similar to those we already know and love, but potential potentially with an emphasis on streaming games rather than any physical form media being present. <coughs> Excuse me. Wow. Uh that final point is also interesting as Google frankly uh, fr Google's frankly ridiculous amount of moolah could help them uh, acquire any number of development studios securing them as Google exclusive developers uh, so far the code name is Yeti blah 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 yeah so looks like Google might be entering the gaming space yay for all your two because Google's not about to spend that money trying to get a processing chip for whom? IBM? Like, who are they going to get that chip from? They're going to be mostly working more. people Xbox and PlayStation go through either AMD or NVIDIA or... Right, but with, with Google, they're not going to spend that kind of money when they already got money for Android. I mean, you know, I think the, Google the, would more than, be more than happy to spend that money. I'm surprised. I'm surprised Amazon isn't in this conversation either. Well, because Amazon well, has Amazon has a platform, uh, but there's this Android base. They they just don't have like something like Konami or Square Enix and stuff like that making their games. They have more like small indie developers uh, making games for them. Yeah, I know a lot of people always, you know, in the past have mentioned that they, you know, like the people have always thought about like Apple joining this kind of thing too, and and doing something but the thing with apple like is they they have pcs already so they don't really need to make a box you know like they they make they make their computers that people can use for gaming or whatever but yeah, see, but, plus like but, plus like apple makes so much money on the app store as it is like yeah they make so yeah. much money through their app store like yeah why would they ever think about spending yeah, money? They don't, it's like it's like the same reason it. why why disney got out of gaming right is like you know they they could just license their stuff out and make so much money and let everybody else worry about it off of mm -hmm. it like why well, you know it, it, because with apple and even with <laughs> well because of steam on how powerful that is that's the third party stuff like for apple even yeah. even for people who like 
on the Surface tablet, like in Windows 10 and stuff, that has that first and third party stuff. With Google, with them even having problems with YouTube and stuff, like how is that going? How is that going to work? Are they going to be trying to go at the Square Enix and put their games on and get some exclusive content for YouTubers and stuff? Like, I don't think Google is in uh, has that has enough research and development to go find out what's going to be the next chip that's going to rival Xbox and going to rival um, PlayStation 5 because Microsoft could always make a whole brand new chip I think, and get oh wait. oh I was just going to say like I think this this whole conversation is interesting because the last time we saw a major tech company come in and, and make a, a, a platform was, was Xbox right and I know it's a, I know it's a different time and everything like smartphones weren't really a thing yet and whatever but you know a tech company coming in with their own consumer electronic taking on consumer electronics companies in Sony and, and Nintendo like that was a pretty big move for them and they've been pretty successful for the most part with the original yeah. Xbox and especially 360 like and I think you know I th- I think Google is one of the wealthiest if not the wealthiest company in the world and i think developing some sort of box now who knows if they're just like sticking their foot in the water like like the, like an ouya type box with streaming on it like then we're talking something really different but if they're gonna go all in like i they have the money to go all in and it's like well what did microsoft do when they when they uh jumped in like they didn't have a killer app until like nine months out <laughs> of launch yeah. you know and then they then they bought bungie and halo was born on the xbox right and like but yeah. they but they also went out for third party so like square right i right. mean but you know and right I don't and, think and google's Google... gonna have to do the same thing it's just like yeah. there's so many different avenues to take gaming now like what would yeah. what would a google first party look like would they go after like like the triple i developers like uh, the guy who made it's, a way out, or would they go after someone like? Uh, I don't even think Avalanche it's that. I think or... I don't even I don't even think it's that. I think what they're going to do is if they built the system, they're just going to move Google Marketplace on there. That that's all they're pretty much going to do because I'm like I I I don't trust Google enough to go to Japan and go to Europe and talk to. Uh, second party and third party developers to get like Final Fantasy 15 or something on their platform. You know, Google would have to actually put up some money. You can have all the money in the world, and if you don't put up that money to get third platform, third party that gamers know yeah, to you be gotta on make, it, you gotta make it. You gotta make it real enticing for third parties, right? And that's yeah, that's, and- that's where. I, oh, sorry, Jesse, go ahead. I was just going to say, yeah, that's the thing, though, is they have the money. Like, yeah. it's just like Microsoft. They have the money. If Microsoft really wanted to, they could have, you know, bought, you know, I'm I'm glad they got Ninja Theory or whatever. But, but I, I mean, they could have, they could get, like, some really good, you know, but it's just all all a matter of what gets okayed. And if you're, if you're Google and you're just starting out, like, they can, they can, uh, you know, justify spending a lot of money on a big company or a big developer right away because they're going to need that to get started and then after that 
you know, if they if their business can show that they're make it's making them money, then later on they can buy more developers. You know, in so I like I honestly I could I can totally see them like just throwing some money out there if they think that they if they're confident enough that they can you know get a good I mean they've got tentacles and like every kind like just imagine like having a console and you know like you know people gave Mike the Xbox one a hard time because it had like like it was a media box you could do every kind of media that you wanted all into one but like honestly that was what sold it for me and if if someone's able to buy a Google like console and you can hey I can connect my Google my Google uh, but, you know the chat then, thing to it and I can that's, connect that's going to be the that's going to be the that's going to be the problem because then people if if Google's going to do all the streaming stuff and media stuff all of that's going to go through YouTube and you're going to have to have a, a YouTube Red account well, not to do most of that I mean I mean but if you but are they going to try to allow Twitch on on it? Why would you ask I mean, Google their fire to let their phones do? I don't see why their console wouldn't. Like I, I think I think well, like the fire stick, but that's Amazon. Well, I mean, it's look. I think I think comparing comparing Google to Microsoft right now is like mm-hmm. the perfect thing, right? Is where like Microsoft, you can stream on Mixer, but you can also stream on Twitch. Mixer's their first yeah. party thing. Whereas if you went to YouTube or if you went to Google, you could stream to YouTube Gaming. But you could also use Twitch, like it's there. And then you know they have the infrastructure but see, and Google, stuff like but, Microsoft but see, does story, with chat, with search, with but see, that's arguably the thing. a better Google, store. Google is in competition with their YouTube streaming than Twitch is. That's that's been one of the stories that they're they've been trying to get more streamers on YouTube and take them away from Twitch. Well, maybe this now, would be like if they got if they got some sort of killer app for that thing. Like mm-hmm. maybe that would be the thing that put them over the edge to stream to YouTube instead of Twitch. Dude, like, yeah, like you like they they'd be like, look, if Game X is a big multiplayer game that is easily streamable, easily communicated to players, like you stream it to YouTube, you get stuff similar to what you know Jesse and I were talking about last night when we were playing Fortnite with a Twitch account, you get Fortnite stuff. Like they could easily do that. If you stream to YouTube, you get all this free stuff for that game, and you know you get benefits from streaming to YouTube instead of Twitch. Like they could easily try to integrate that into their box, similar to what Microsoft does with Mixer. And like, granted, Mixer is not as big as YouTube or Twitch, but like, they do offer you get stuff they, from you. They do offer incentives by streaming to Mixer. Yeah, yeah, that and that I agree. It's just I I think with Google. They're gonna try to keep it in their ecosystem, then going out which because is, which is if that was- which is smart. Like that's that's what they want to do. But like, mm-hmm. I think I think the thing is is like keeping people inside your ecosystem. You also have to offer them choices to like stay in the ecosystem, but use third party routes. Like you yes. know, Microsoft's thinking about allowing Discord on Xbox. They're thinking about allowing. Uh, you know, they already allow Twitch and YouTube streaming and, and recording and stuff on there. Like, Google would have to take the same approach. But the thing is, is Microsoft has the software, right? Like, mm-hmm. they have Halo, they have Gears, they have Fortnite, they have PUBG. Like, they have games that are easy, easily streamable and translated to, to consumers. Google's going to need that. They're going to need... <coughs> they're going to need, like the third party games but they're also going to need their first party games 
Because like they're gonna need all they're gonna need first party games. All that stuff. I think their biggest thing is they're gonna need first party stuff because that will attract the third party stuff. Because first party stuff's gonna attract the consumers like, oh, that game looks awesome. I can only play it there. Oh, well, okay, well then I can try that out and maybe download Fortnite, maybe download, you know, these third party games of this box, like but if they don't have the first party support, nobody's gonna move over just to be like, "Oh, okay." Right. Your your stuff can't. I think with Google, your stuff can't look like a a starting up indie game. Like right. you got to come with triple A. There's no way that you a big budget comp. You a big money making company, and then your thing looks worse than an Atari Twenty Six Hundred game. Oh boy. Or on the, or or Atari Jaguar kind of game. Or Those the Atari VCS due out sometime this year, and they don't know what it is. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, but the but the but that's a perfect example they use though. Look at no one knows anything about it, and the damn thing broke the internet when people were trying to uh, reserve their box, and they we don't even know what it is well, yet. Everybody so you can't happy. tell me that something like Google that. I mean, they have, you know, like the Chrome books and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've already got like their own PCs, like things, basically. I mean, it would be no different than that. Well, like, the, and the, Google's the, a big name. People are going to buy it, it. But see, the thing about it is Google is, when it comes to like Atari and their history, you know their history has not been good. They started something interesting, but their history is not good. <laughs> and all the shenanigans that's ca- that came after that. With Google, they had their ups and downs. And they and people know Google more as a reliable internet uh, kind of service, you know, to use. Then they know of having like an OS or having uh, an actual computer that's like real, like that's that's known all around the world. You have Google Chrome, yeah, but then you also got Microsoft, who pretty much is PC and everything that came to their their system or their PC stuff. They just you know put it in console mode, like with Discord and Skype and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Google don't have anything else like that. They just be like, Google's us. You can use our search engine and our images and go on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I th- I think I think you know whatever Google ends up doing. I think it's going to look very similar to what Microsoft wants to do next generation. Mm -hmm. You know, with the, hey, you can have the box sitting underneath your TV and play physical copies or downloaded copies on your hard drive or whatever. But then, you know, we're going to have an app where you can stream it to your phone when you're not home. Or if you have, like, a, a, a fire stick or whatever in your bedroom, like, you can stream it there. You know, I think that's what... I I think... Whatever this Google thing pans out, I think that is going to look very similar to what Microsoft's trying to do, and like, mm-hmm. that's an interesting well, thought because I think it makes this like st- quote unquote streaming future look that much more interesting and maybe propel it that way faster if more people are trying to do it. Yeah, I, that's the thing is I think they're 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 kind of in a good spot like starting them starting now makes sense with with what you know a lot of developers and a lot of companies have said that they want the future of gaming to look like but that's going to be the prop that's going to be the problem if they keep if they keep messing with gamers on and on youtube they go gamers are going to be worried if they if they feel like uh google is going to move the craziness that's on youtube to their console platform a lot of people are going to stay off of it 
YouTube is going to have to change a lot of stuff about, I mean, not good YouTube. Uh, Google is going to have to change a lot of stuff about YouTube right now on PC if they're going to introduce that into their game. It, I think they need to change it a lot of stuff on YouTube anyway. Like, I think, I think, mm-hmm. you, like, they just changed YouTube's user uh, integration again. Like, not, not from like a content creator standpoint, but just like mm-hmm. from a user interface standpoint. It's like, it just keeps getting worse, man. Like you just got you got to simplify this. Like YouTube that, is the biggest platform in the world, not just for games, but for video on demand. Period. You got to yeah, make and, it easy for people to, like, yeah, okay, I get it. Anybody can just upload a video to YouTube. Like I get it, but to make your YouTube page stand out and like, you know, make it stand out for what you want it to stand out for, like, mm. YouTube's got to change it. Not just for gaming, but they got to change it for everybody. If if and that's why I say if they're gonna do that for con of their console, yeah, they gotta change YouTube. All they gotta change all that stuff now, yeah, and get it back to a spot where gamers can trust putting their content and showing games and streaming on YouTube if they're gonna be doing a console version or putting that experience there. They're gonna have yeah. to change it. Yeah. Well, and I'm I guarantee you if this if this is serious and they're being serious about mm-hmm. this at all, and trying to streamline and you know having youtube that they could you know like you have youtube red like and they could just as easily have like a version of youtube that you can sign up for that's like standalone that's just for gaming like you know like their version of twitch basically yeah that can be accessed through the regular youtube itself but it can have like its own kind of like division that that focuses more you know like its own app that's that's got like the whole recording stuff and all that attached to it, but but I th- I'm I guarantee if they're being serious about any of this, that, like all this kind of stuff that we're talking about, they've been probably thinking about long before we even knew it was a it was something that they needed to do, you know? Yeah. Because I I guarantee they're not gonna just yeah like the they they have like numbers and looking at how YouTube is doing and you know and the the fact that a lot of people are leaving it and stuff like that they've probably been thinking about all that stuff for quite some time. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, we'll see. But it's it, it's yeah. definitely it's definitely really interesting to see. I I'm actually quite surprised it's taken this long for someone like google or amazon to jump into this because like i i thought amazon was going to be the first person to jump in because of their you know they've got the uh lumberyard engine which is basically crytech like they've got some they've they've bought up some developers not like big triple a developers or anything but like i don't know so but anyways we're gonna move on to the next story maybe that would have been more suited for arsenal x but i thought it was really interesting to talk about you know this is the biggest player since microsoft to try to enter the game market and i'm not counting that stupid atari box because like they don't even know what that thing is so i think we have more details about this google box than we do about the atari box that's coming out in like six months so yeah (sighs) anyways our next story also comes from nintendo life actually most of our stories are coming from nintendo life these days because no one else wants to talk about nintendo Hey, remember that awesome game Shaq Fu that came out? Uh, <laughs> yeah, huh? yeah. The game was great. Well, Garbage. do I have news for you? There's a free bonus game for Shaq Fu, a Legend Reborn physical owners. It's called Barack Fu. 
The Adventures yes. of Dirty Barry. <laughs> it is a parody on Barack Obama. Uh, this bonus game is a free time exclusive for everyone who purchased the physical edition of Shaq Fu, giving players an added incentive to buy a physical copy if they've been on the fence. We should probably point out that Obama himself has not been involved in the project. The game is a parody <laughs> that sees a fictional version of him going around fighting fashionistas, politicians, and hackers. Here's a full description of the game and somebody had, and some handy features that you have to check out. Uh, the independently created and produced game features a brand new hero. This one is not, a, not an endorsed celebrity, but a parody of one of the greatest heroes of our time. Some fool has, has been icing celebrities, and he ain't slowing down. When the fuzz can't crack the case, and the private and the private dicks don't have a crew, have a clue. Dirty Barry gets the call. Jet to Paris and even outer space, battling crazy bosses and their mad minions. As the ex potus on notice dispenses justice for all. <laughs> I have no comment at all. For I'm this. not done. This- I'm not done. This is a mess. This I'm is not, an insane mess. I'm not done. Sounds amazing. I'm not done. <laughs> Battle fashionistas, politicians, robots, clones, hackers, flying, dairy hairs, and rappers with your with your raw fists and smoking hot lead. Call in a, quote, peace prize drone strike to flatten your foes in an instant. Slip into dirty berry mode and rack up a kill streak with your handy assault rifle and an abundant supply of grenades. Take out the bad guys from a distance with a variety of firearms, including a shotgun, railgun, and machine gun. String together power, power moves like the Barack and Rolla and Southside Smash <laughs> to create devastating combos. Uh. <laughs> This Bar- is Barack Barack Fu the Adventure The Adventures of Dirty Barry is available to download right now for those who already own a physical copy of Shaq Fu. And if you don't own a physical copy, <laughs> it will be available sometime in the fall. I have no words. I I I feed the fifth, I have no words. All I have this- to say is the my fall gaming uh has looked just so much better now. I know. I had nothing to play this fall and now I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm so that that just like this is this is bad. This would make me want to get Red Dead Redemption too. Well, you know, you know, Ed. A lot of normal people are looking forward to that game. <laughs> but you know, me like and me. my me and my relationship with Rockstar isn't isn't I know. good. <laughs> I know, I know. Ed wrote a article on NGRRadio.com called "Beating a Dead Horse." It's all about his his love of Rockstar. <laughs> so oh, leave it at that. I was gonna say, was it a, was it about uh, about Red Dead <laughs> beating a dead horse? Uh, oh, you just have to go and read it. It's uh, it's fantastic. Wow. <laughs> uh, okay. Our next story also comes from our friends at Nintendo Life. Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> this is a little less less hilarious. Uh. Nintendo says Switch user playtime is split 50-50 between docked and handheld. Uh, in, a, in a quote, uh, where is it at? Uh, their marketing director, I forget what his name is, Doug Bowser, uh, refers to and uh, encompasses both handheld and tabletop modes 
as Nintendo doesn't currently monitor which of the two undocked options a player uses at a, at a given time. Uh, quote, one of the nice things we've seen with the Switch is we're able to read more tele telemetry data in how players are engaging with, uh, with the content. Man, this light in my face is not feeling great. Uh, <laughs> we get... We get that when they connect. If the Nintendo account, we have the ability to understand how they are engaging with the device. From a positioning standpoint, we can look at various titles and how they're being played. That allows us uh, that allows us to think about various ways with digital marketing and some of our videos uh, to know how to position them. So, about 50-50. Uh, I think I play mine more in handheld mode than in docked mode. Although... Uh, I have been playing in dock mode a lot more recently, so uh, yeah. When I'm gonna go, it's dock. It's uh, you know, I, I take it with me when I'm gonna go in pretty like in other places. But like when I'm at home, it's docked, and I play a lot on it on that dock too. Yeah. So well, yeah, I almost never play mine on the dock. Yeah. Like I like I did last night for the first time, and and I don't know how long. Just because when when we were playing, you know, the two player, like when I'm playing multiplayer, obviously I usually want to play on on the in the dock, just because then you got the bigger screen. But otherwise, I I almost never play in dock mode. It it I mean to be honest, it it depends on what game I'm playing too. Yeah, most, most of yeah. the time, like I played Mario Odyssey mostly docked. I played Zelda mostly docked, but. I don't think I've ever played Mario plus Rabbids docked, you know, like that game to me feels like the perfect handheld game. Yeah. Uh, so. yeah I, I played, I, yeah, I played that docked. I need to see it in the bigger screen. Um, and you know, with me having my pro controller, it's been more easier than doing it with the joy cons. I've been enjoying my pro controller, uh, playing games. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so, uh, interesting little stat. I thought it would have been more handheld than docked, but that's, I mean, that's the joy of the Switch. You can play it however you want. Yeah. Uh, they are, our next story comes from, where is that? Where is that? Oh my gosh. Okay. This comes from an interview on Game Informer. Uh, Reggie... Reggie Fizeme sheds light on the future of Switch and his progress in Breath of the Wild. I don't really care about that. I just want to know about the future of Switch. Uh, at this year's Electronic Entertainment Expo, I, Andrew Reiner of Game Informer, uh, was given the chance to speak to Reggie Fizeme, Nintendo of America's president and chief operating officer. In this talk, Reggie outlines what we can expect for Switch, 3DS, and the classic line of retro consoles in 2018. He doesn't give away any surprises, but he did go off script a bit and talk about his playthrough of Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild and his fear of looking at how many hours he's logged into it. Uh, let's see. I'm, I'm going to try to try to pick uh, s pick some stuff out of here. So this, this first part is about uh, Nintendo's third-party content. Uh, one of the big stories for Nintendo is third-party content. Getting some of those big games like Fortnite coming over to the Switch as well as Ubisoft expanding its support. The partnership seems like it's going to blossom. Donkey Kong DLC is now part of Mario Plus Rabbids, and the big shocker is that Star Fox is coming to Starlink. Can you talk to me a little bit about the partnerships and the capacity of uh, letting your characters go to different development houses? Uh, 
Reggie had this to say about third-party support. What I will say is this. As an intellectual property holder, we are very careful with how our IP is used. Whether it's, whether it's in other games, movies, or amusement parks, we are very careful and very particular. Oftentimes, we need to build a relationship and confidence <coughs> a relationship and confidence that our intellectual property is going to be handled in the proper way. We've been able to build a relationship with Ubisoft. Uh, there have been a number of examples where we've worked together with other people on our IP. We did something a number of years back with Activision and their Toys of Life experience utilizing Nintendo IP, talking about Skylanders. Uh, it's company-specific, opportunity-specific, and based on the foundation of trust and knowledge around our intellectual property and the fact that the way the property is going to be used used will work. Star Fox, with the inclusion of the R-Wing and Fox as a character, we felt confident that within the ga within that game, it was going to be great. It was going to be a great world and specific rep representation of that. That's how our partnerships develop. Uh, yeah, third-party support on Switch has been really uh, just awesome. Uh, can we expect more in the future? It depends on the opportunity. It depends on the company. Our view is that we want to make our cons our consumers smile, and we want to make them smile through surprising and delighting them with the use of our IP. Where it makes sense, it's an opportunity we will pursue. So, a lot of I mean, a lot of surprising third party support for Switch for sure. Uh, yes. I mean, Ubisoft usually supports Switch for a long or supports Nintendo. Uh, you know whether you know we got the Wii situation where everything everybody was developing or the Wii U you know we got two Assassin's Creed games and uh, Zombie U and Rayman uh, you know Ubisoft has been a pretty good Nintendo partner uh, mm -hmm. but you know we've gotten really good third party support you know Bethesda especially even Rockstar yes. with LA Noir which you know I know that's an, a remaster and an old game but it's still like Rockstar is one of the biggest companies that wants to push hardware and well, put, and that's the that's the best way to play the game. <laughs> yeah, is on Switch. Yeah, so. yeah, uh, it's it's still hard to find. Like, yeah. I mean, you probably can find it on Best Buy or Amazon, but like, I think when that game came out physically, like they might have did a limited run of it, and probably was shocked that it was gone. Like the day that it came out, because that weekend after it came out, it was hard to find everywhere. Yeah, 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 and uh, you know, I mean, Dark Souls. We're getting Dark Souls oh. on Switch too. You know that's going to be really hard to find if you don't pre-order it. I'm telling you right now. So yeah. Uh, so I mean, third third party has been great on Switch. I I mean, I buy it most of the third party stuff on Switch just because. I mean, talked about at the top of the show. This kid's hey. going to suck up a lot of my uh, life, and <laughs> I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna hey, need uh, <laughs> Panic Button. They were just like they want to bring. Uh, Wolfenstein, the new blood, uh, the new order uh, to switch. So that just tells you something that, uh, yeah, but that's just gonna probably be in business with Nintendo for a while with the switch. If they can get panic button, let panic button do that, I think they're gonna have some good sales coming their way. Well, and I and a lot of it can be attributed, I think, to Nintendo, <laughs> you know, making the right choice when they created the console of making it. You know, like that was the whole issue in the past was it was hard to make games for the for the Wii U or whatever. So like like it sounds like it's a little bit easier for developers to kind of uh, bring stuff to the the switch. Mm -hmm. And I think that's ultimately what 
what needed to be done for them in order for it to, you know, more third party to come there is you got to make it, you know, one enticing, which the switch was, and two, you got to make it easy, easy to bring it there, which they seem to do a lot better this time around. Well, the thing about the thing about it with Wii U is that it will, it was easier to make games for that system. Third party just didn't want it because of the fear of lack of sales. Yeah. And it's it's with Switch that everybody's been asking third party, will you bring this to a Nintendo console? Because they will, they want to buy. It. They have. It, it seems with Nintendo consoles, you're going to have more guaranteed sales if you say yes, it's coming to their platform. Over yeah. over people knowing that when you announce a game, we know that PlayStation or or Xbox and PC is going to get it. But if you guarantee that the game is also going to come to Nintendo, people will go and buy it. Just a don't cheat them out of the same content that's coming to everything else. Graphics nowadays does not matter. Graphics in the past didn't even matter. They just wanted a fair treatment of that game to be developed on a Nintendo console. Yeah, right. I mean, you look well, at. Oh, sorry. Uh, go ahead, Jesse. That's all right. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh. I, I can mention. I'll mention it after. Okay. I was just gonna say, like, you know, Ed, you were here when I was playing FIFA. Like, yeah. I mean, we br- we bring that up a ton on the show. Like, FIFA looks fantastic on Switch. Like, it looks great, and NBA Two K looks great on Switch. Like, some of these third party games, like they look fantastic. Wolfenstein and Doom look great on Switch doesn't it the graphics don't really matter anymore yeah it's gonna look better on xbox one and ps4 but like we're hitting that point in terms of graphics like it's it's a point of diminishing returns right like ps5 and and scarlet are not gonna look that much better for a while and like you know they're not gonna look that much better i think i think where companies want to go from here is is you know can I make the crowd more dense? Can I make really cool particle effects? Can I, can I do stuff more things like the Nemesis system uh, that that Shadow of War does, but make it more complex, more more complicated? Like, I think that's where people want to go instead of graphics, because like we're at a point where you look at Horizon, God of War, mm-hmm. Halo, Gears, like those games look amazing already. Like how how do you get much more? How do you get much better than that? without going like super photorealistic and you look at some of the best games of the last decade they're not graphically intense games you know like people games people enjoy like life is strange is not the best looking game but it's it's an endearing story you know and you look at hollow knight shovel knight axiom verge hyper light drifter it's it's not the graphics anymore man it's 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 the power it's the it's what you can do be under the hood that's gonna matter and like you know yeah, right and uh, uh before we get to you jesse a lot of people who shown this stuff on twitch like we're switching stuff none of them are commenting on the graphics they're commenting on how fun they are having in the game or their frustration when they get to a level uh boss or something but then they'll show some cool moves that they did and people want that entertainment they don't care about graphics so what you you got a thing that look graphical and if we're talking more of of enjoying and the satisfaction that this game is getting us that's going to market to somebody be like you know what if they're having fun okay this sounds like i could get something i could get into not because oh the lighting is so good on here and that's all you hear about the game no one's going to be like moved by a game looking good Mm -hmm. graphic wise yeah okay yeah well and 
And like to touch on what you guys just mentioned, the thing is, is, you know, like we're at the point of where games are in 4K and there really is no need to go any higher than that right now. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, Phil Spencer said, really what they're, they basically want to, you know, like focus on is just getting a really good frame rate mm-hmm. because that ultimately that's what people want is they want a good frame rate. And if you can, you, you know, like you can maintain decent graphics and have a 60, you know, frame is 60 frames per second people are gonna that's what people care about like that's what people want as far as graphics go going forward right you know but and yeah like i mean there i know there's talk about an 8k tvs coming out and all that kind of stuff but you know like with with nintendo like just really getting into the like true hd I mean, there really is no reason to go beyond 4K for probably another good 20 years or, you know, or 10 years. When Nintendo, when you could look at Pikmin 3 on Wii U and just stare at the water and what they put into that game. Or even the fruit models of that game. Like, well, yeah, yeah, I I mean, uh, just look at just look at, you know, Breath of the Wild. I mean. Like it doesn't have 4K assets, but it still looks amazing. And like you know that, like that game, in my opinion, is a perfect example of how you don't need anything more than 1080p, like a true you know good-looking 1080p. And you know, like you have that in 60 frames per second, and you don't really need a whole lot more than that. Yeah, and I think that's it. Is like moving forward, like frame rate is really the the only thing that people seem to want to try to make sure they can get at a good rate, and you know, and the whatever graphics they can get, you know, in the meantime of making the game, so mm-hmm. be it. But that's really, really all they care I, about. I don't forward. think people will be ready for Nintendo to do 4K 60 frames per second because no. if they if they do, they're gonna be like. Why can't other companies be up to the level of Nintendo doing it? Just I mean, because you, look at, you look at Nintendo now. I think every single first-party game they've released besides Zelda has been 60 frames a second. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like Mario Tennis clearly is 60 frames a second. Uh, Mario Kart, Odyssey, uh, Kurt. Oh, I think Kirby was still 30. Uh, but you know, you know what I mean. Like Sushi yeah. Strikers is is 60. Uh, it's they're hitting 60. You know. Yeah, Nintendo yeah. is hitting sixty constantly. So, but with but with four K, like, could you see a Metroid game in four K? No, I mean, it's just don't, don't don't well, put that. I mean, don't put I mean, that. I, don't put that dream into my head, Ed. I mean, well, I, I mean, but but see, but, but that be that would be the ex, that would be the example. If they could do that, or even a Mario game, if they could do that, everybody's going to be questioning. Well, okay, third party, you guys know how to do 4K and 60 frames per second. Why can't you now not match what Nintendo was yeah, doing? Yeah, but Ninten- this is Nintendo is also the master of of asset compilation and learning, knowing where and when to use new assets and when to reuse yeah. stuff. Like that's why you know Breath of the Wild was only what I think 13 gigs on Switch and seven mm-hmm. on on Wii U, like. That's why Mario Odyssey was like six gigs, you know. Everybody else, like I was talking to Jesse, like Gears of War four on Xbox One X is a hundred and fourteen point seven gigs. Wow. 
on Xbox One X, and I go to my Switch and like Zelda's only thirteen. Like Zelda's a, like a huge game, you know. <laughs> uh, and and I yeah. know that the, it's. I know Nintendo's taking a different approach than something like Gears is, but like, yes, man, and uh, but to be fair. Gears is real pretty on Xbox One X. <laughs> oh, and I and trust me, I don't doubt that. I uh, at one bit I don't doubt that. But shoot, Nintendo doing 4K 60, I think people would be like, okay, now everybody else is going to need to step up. They if they could do 4K 60 and their download gigs would be like only like 28 gigs or something gigabytes. Yeah. Well, but, but to be fair, the thing mm-hmm. is, is the way Nintendo games are, they could easily do 4K 60 frames per second because it's not, again, they're not trying to go for the photorealism. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not trying to go for the super intricate detail of Gears of War, I you know. I think the first test like, is going to be not, Metroid. Because I, I, yeah. I think Metroid is the closest thing they want to get to, like, mm-hmm. quote-unquote, looking realistic. Yeah. I think I think that's going to be the test. I think when Metroid comes out, because like even Bayonetta one and two, and I'm assuming three, like those those games are not big. Like I think Bayonetta one, I think that was the one you had to download was is only like six mm-hmm. six gigs, and like I know that's yeah. a, I know that's a up res three sixty game, but like I mean it's still relatively small. So like I I and you know it's I I think maybe that's the closest game we have right now that. <laughs> is like quote unquote realistic but i mean it's not even that yeah. either so yeah i think metroid prime 4 is going to be the first real test of like big assets big monsters first person 60 frames like that's going to be the test so yeah yeah and that's the thing is nintendo really all you know like to honestly all they need to do is if they can get like a little over 1080p 60 frames per second because like right now you don't even get many games in 1080p you know full 1080p on the on the switch you know like if they can get that full hd you know like that's really all they you know for their their game types it's all that's all they really need you know like you hear a lot of people complain about like you know xbox games and you know a lot of them looking like cartoonish and you know because because they're used to the the more realistic naughty dog style games on ps and it's like oh well why does something that's cartoonish need to be in 4k well you know like they do have a good point you know some of that stuff doesn't really have to because it, it's not gonna really you know ultimately make it that much better looking right. but jesse so, have you watched have you watched cars 3 in 4k no <laughs> i'm just kidding it, Mess. I, it was it was never mind i just look i i i think you know 1080p is fine with me for now like i I do plan on getting a 4K TV eventually, but like when I do it, it's gonna be the one the TV that's gonna last me the next 10, 15 years. You know, I'm, I don't. Yeah. I don't care about 8K. I don't care about whatever. Like, I was telling, and maybe I should just save this conversation for Arsenal X, but I'm gonna screw it. I was, I was when I was playing Halo the other day. I messaged you guys in the group chat. I was like, I'm playing on my Xbox One X. The textures look so different on the x as compared to the s i can see i can see the stitching in the texture and like the where it switches from like like cloth to leather 
like just the shine on the leather thumbs and i don't know if it's like switching consoles or like moving my xbox from this little monitor over here to the big tv or what it was but i'm just like at running this at 1080p this sharp this clean like yeah do i really need a 4k tv like i'm still questioning that and like the big draw for 4k right now for me is like hdr and and mostly like like animated movies and stuff like you know whatever pixar is putting out soon or or you know that type of stuff but uh in terms of games especially for nintendo like i don't need a 4k tv like everything on my xbox one x looks amazing like literally i tested out every single xbox one x enhanced game i have and i'm just like (laughs) this looks really pretty (laughs) this looks amazing so which is funny because i need which is funny because I need to switch my slim. Like I gotta do it tonight. Like after AX, <laughs> I was just like, I was, I was gonna do it today. Just like, dang, he's talking about the X of my slim is sitting right here by me. Uh, yeah, I gotta get this set up. I'll yeah. be the only one running that original Xbox One <laughs> soon. Oh, don't worry. I paid too much. Like I told Corey, I paid too much money, and mine is a special edition. I'm keeping my one. Yeah, yeah. I'll put an, I'll put more games on it and just switch in between. <laughs> Well, yeah. it doesn't. It never. It never pays to sell sell consoles nowadays. If you spend, oh, you know, if you want to get anything for it, it's not worth it at this point. Like I just, I'm, like I, yeah, it's gonna go in my. It's gonna go in my living room and be my uh, my replace my 360 that that I have that's still running up there. <laughs> oh, man. So. Well. There's a couple other things I wanted to touch on, but we've been running long, so we'll we'll get to it next week maybe. Or it was more of like you know how the Switch is doing and the like online stuff that they're trying with Mario Party and stuff like that. But we'll get mm-hmm. to that next week. I'm sure there'll be like a thousand new things to talk about next week. Hopefully, uh, knock on wood, I make it next week. <laughs> but uh, if not, I'll just be like Ed, Ed, I need you. So, uh, but anyways, I got your cover, boss. This, oh, next week also, if I'm here, uh, well, even if I'm not here, Question Block is returning. Uh, I do have questions saved up from the last couple weeks, so we will be answering those as well. A lot of them about E3 still, so, uh, but, you know, Question Block's returning next week. Uh, Like I said earlier last week, uh, Pal Block is is moving to one day a week for now. Uh, But in the meantime, if you are looking for an NGR uh, podcast on Fridays, we do have the B-Sides by Nerds Gone Rogue. Officially a, officially a podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Uh, working on other platforms at the moment. Uh, but I, those are the big two right now, that, or big three right now, that 80% of the world uses. So it is there. So check out the B-Sides by Nerds Gone Rogue. It is our Friday podcast. It's not a long show. It's usually a, it's hovers between 25 and 40 minutes. Uh, but... And it's not really a gaming podcast either. Usually we talk about something different. So, uh, which I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure Moose and, and Matt are gonna tease me about the uh, big basketball news that happened this weekend. But you know what? It's <laughs> fine. So, oh, what fun! Anyways, uh, you can download Nintendo Power Block on Tuesdays, uh, or watch it on our YouTube page, YouTube.com/slash/NGRRadio or NGRRadio.com. Like, subscribe, and share. Rate us on your podcast service of choice. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at NGRPowerBlock. You can also email us your questions at NintendoPowerBlock at gmail.com. Jesse, where can we find you? 
You can find me on Twitter at sub underscore humanist. Ed, where can we find you? You guys can find me on Twitter at that retro code, and you can check out my podcast, Optional Opinion, on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, and other podcast apps. And you can find me at CoreyNHD on Twitter and Instagram. You can also find me on Nerds Gone Rogue and a plethora of other content here. Check out our Let's Play shows, Squad Goals, Royale with Cheese, our Nindy showcases running right now through August, second week of August. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. Ed and I will probably announce something very soon for the fall. So thank you guys so much for watching. And until next time, we love you. Bye, everybody. Woo-hoo. Bye.